hi 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 so i don't know why but i've had to be recording podcasts um, what's the what's the word right i think it would be just more convenient for me to record this podcast on um, days that i don't go to bed early so that that way it's um just easy and it's less noisy so what i'm talking about today how then So as usual, this is unscripted and honestly, I think the most, um, I think the most, it depends on how you see it, right? But then um, I think the most common thing for me with the state of my heart is usually that when stuff happens, right, I find it hard to not hide in my heart. And I feel like a lot of us, we have this remove attitude, right? So, for a lot of us, our coping mechanism is we move. And then for me, honestly, I think we move doesn't let us soften our heart. I think we move doesn't let us... I think it just enables us to move on, right? Like like it should, like, like the name implies door, right? But then the problem now is that when you say we move and we move on, do we actually deal with those issues? something happened to you somebody lost their job and you're like and the next five seconds they're looking for a job okay so do they actually deal with oh, see me expecting that by the past 12 i would be able to record a noiseless podcast but then so when we say we move do we really deal with loss when we say we move do we really deal with the absence of the most convenient situation do we because i think for a lot of us we don't i think for a lot of us we don't and i think that 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 closure that closure like i know usually when people see closure is to let go but then this one this sort of closure i think is hardening for the heart because the issue is like like until you resolve stuff they store i think it's i think it's not spoken about enough i think we don't talk about how when we hold on to stuff mentally emotionally they store they lead to things they lead to resentment they lead to different things they lead to why we have mental health breakdowns all those issues that we have avoided anything can trigger anything and you can't even link it because we have so many abandoned emotions and situations like something happens now and then honestly you don't know which issue or where the or or why okay so for example i always say that when something triggers you and it's a big um display right or it's a big event most of the time the the the, the triggering does not come from like the Okay, so it's more like, oh, how do I say this, right? Mm. I'll buy your phone. So it's like there's a bomb and something had to pull it. There was already a bomb, do you understand? So majorly, there's, there, there, they've already been, they have already been a lot of issues. It was just that small one that made the whole thing explode. Do you understand? Because if it was just that one small thing, majorly, most of the time, you should have clarity to know that it's just that one event. Most of the time, you should. 
because once it's just once it's a singular event, most of the time it's not as explosive. When it's a couple of events that you don't even know where they are from, most of the time, for most of us, for me and for me, I would say for me, the most triggering thing is the confusion that comes with the whole breakdown. You know, knowing what style they, what course they, how to even deal with it because I don't know what exactly triggered it. You understand? If it was just one event, right? If it was just one standalone event, and then I know that it's that event, of course, within five minutes, or oh, okay, five minutes, <laughs> that's too much. That's like I exaggerated very much, apparently. But then, if it was just one event, right? It would just be easy for me to say, oh, yes, I can spend a couple of hours or I can spend a couple of days trying to get clarity on why this hurt me, when it started hurting me, those self-awareness questions, right? And then I might see somebody to um, to talk about why. I'm a safe therapist to just, you know, end the whole discussion. But that's just for me because I'm a very self-aware person and I also double as a therapist. So... Yes, but then I also think that it's like very essential. It's not like it is very essential that we notice these things that are hard in our hearts. So I'm saying it from mental space, but now I'm going to the spiritual sense of it. So when my dad died, for me, the first thing I wanted to do was because of pain. So the normal, I, I feel like I need to explain this, right? So the way pain is, until you've lived in pain for a very long time, it almost doesn't normalize with your system. It's pain. It's not pleasurable. Do you understand? It's the opposite of pleasure. Your body's in pain. Do you understand? So it's not pleasurable enough for you to just for you to just rhyme with your organogram, with your with your workflow, with your body's workflow. It's not really that convenient. You get it is noticeable. It's painful. Like painful is the only way to describe pain. You get like it's different. It's painful. You get like 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 forget and honestly when pain happens so when so i don't know about you but then when pain happens for me like a venous supply trap when something touches it just closes up and that's the way for most of us it is that's the way it is for most of us when something hurts you there's probably that you want to turn off that connection so that it doesn't hurt you again you get there's probability that once somebody hurts you, you want to reduce how you talk to them because you don't want them to hurt you again. Especially when it's somebody with a not so solid relationship with you, somebody you feel like you might not have to deal with any time, somebody that you are, someone that is optional for you to deal with them basically. You get so that's how it happens for us. And when my dad died, I was going to, I, in fact, I clamped up for a while, and then my friends forcibly came to my house. And I was so glad because the breakdown that I had, I think is one of the things that helped me not be numb. I honestly think it's one of the things that helped me not be numb. Because if I had kept it inside, I honestly would have gotten numb at some point. I honestly would have gotten numb at a point. Because when, see, pain is not water in our body. It stores. It doesn't, like, see, if it rechannels itself, it returns most of the time as a bad emotion. If it returns itself, you mostly just returns as a bad emotion. You get pain is it's like it's like something is coming in. It has to go out. You can't store it and act like oh all is fine. There'll be a lot going on with you which you will not even associate with the pain. Which that might be the cause. 
I have just honestly found out that there are lots of things that happen in our lives that make us make the to harden or to soften choice, which we really don't really don't see because it seems like seemingly small, seemingly small decisions, seemingly small decisions, right? Like the decision to talk to your friend even when you're angry, the decision to love somebody even when they hurt you. Those are decisions to soften, not hard in your heart. When you are mad at somebody and then you lock them out and then you don't want to talk about it, that's a sign of you hardening your heart. I understand. See, I understand how it seems like hardening your heart helps. Do you understand? That's why I, I understand. Like, if it's someone that's hurt you constantly and you try to have a conversation with a person, the person is still doing the same, please, by all means, stay away. Love them from afar. That's fine. But then I'm talking about people that we have an ongoing, personal, intimate, essential relationship with. I know we probably have promised them forever, but truth is, if we had in our hearts, that forever might just never come. That forever might cut you. It really might. So it's, it's so sometimes it's the intention to, I, I think for me, it's the intentionality to stay open. Do you understand? To not make yourself unavailable for an apology if you offer it. To not say, oh, to not say in your mind that, oh, even if you apologize now, I'm not taking it. Because sometimes, yes, I get that. Sometimes we normalize this thing so much that especially with the cancel culture one person does something you just cancel them you block so once you block somebody off your mind you're hardening your heart against that person literally like that's what you're doing like that's what you're doing and then i think that when we harden ourselves constantly against people in our lives i think it starts to affect our warmth generally starts to affect how we see things generally because most of the time we just take that we move the cancel mentality into every other thing and so this is just to just remind us to just intentionally soften intentionally have conversations when we are hurt intentionally stay open stay vulnerable to the people in our lives that can bear the weight It's just a call to remind you to stay soft. Yeah. It's a call to remind you to stay soft. Because if you are a Christian like me, I know that there are a lot of things that God wants you to feel. There are a lot of things that you need to feel. Empathy is a huge part of it. And then once your heart is hardened, there's a very high probability that you cannot feel empathy. Yeah, there's a very high probability that you cannot feel empathy. Especially when your heart is generally hardened. Or even if you feel it, you feel like on a third skin. It probably will not just be as um, emphatic or empathetic as anybody else would be. Especially with the, if they are not hardening their heart as well. It's getting quite lengthy. <laughs> but yeah, this is a reminder to soften your heart. When people offend you, I make mistakes. We all do. 
something happens, let people console you. Talk to people about it. Don't just lock yourself off. You're not alone. Don't just lock yourself off from people in your life. Because trust me, let me just give you one expert advice. That would help you lose more people. Because once they, once they know that, exactly people that are really close to you, once they know that you cannot be vulnerable with them, someone like me will ask what I'm doing in your life if I cannot help you. So let people help you. Let people apologize. When someone else, when someone hurts you, let another person help you. Right? It's like make intentional choices to maintain the warmth. Like make intentional choices to maintain the warmth value. Any time that you notice yourself closing up, you have to intentionally keep yourself open. Yeah, I think that's it. This is a reminder to stay sweet. Bye.